What's up, Do You Live fam? This is Dennis Schrodi, founder of Do You Live, the marketing conference with the online platform. You are checking out the Do You Live audio experience right now. This is episode number nine. We had a very exciting interview with Vanessa Cabrera, a very well-known speaker, marketing consultant, big on email marketing. Check out what she has to say in this episode of the Do You Live audio experience. Tell us what you think. Share it with a friend that's in business today. I think you're really going to like the fact that she's just dropping some serious information on email marketing, why you need to go all in, specifically now, building your business through COVID-19. And don't forget, best pizza in Chicago. Check it out. And I think that we are probably live. What's up, everybody? Coming to you on a, is it Tuesday? I've lost completely track of the days and the time, although we're getting, we're allowed to come back out and play again in Ohio. So that's a good thing. Get my days and, and, and things together. Anyway, good friend of mine joining me today, Vanessa Cabrera, live from a suburb yeah. of Chicago. Yeah. We'll say this, I'm from Chicago, but yeah, I'm in Schaumburg. So yeah. Schaumburg. Uh, yes. I've been out to Schaumburg before raising some hell. Yeah, um, everyone Hoffman, knows the <laughs> Hoffman Estates, uh, Barrington, Illinois. Okay. Uh, actually where GE was headquartered at the healthcare IT division that I was with. And so we would, I would go out there probably on a quarterly basis. Anyway, thank you, Vanessa. Clearly. Joining yes, me today, life. joining us and all of our friends, Youngstown, Ohio. We've got to reach beyond our borders. That's right. We're heading out to Schaumburg, Illinois today to talk to <laughs> Vanessa Cabrera a longtime digital marketing strategist, expert in email, social media, events, public speaker, entrepreneur, and kindergarten expert, expert right here. You're hearing it first, so do your live first. Kindergarten uh, expert. You kindergarten have teacher. Yep. questions about teaching your ch child that's in kindergarten. Vanessa will field those questions in addition Lord, to what many do you others. Do, Dennis? Shoot me. <laughs> first and foremost, thank you for joining us. How, are, how, how have the past couple of months been for you and your family? Wellness, well-being, and health is first and foremost. How's everything going? Yeah, no, thank you so much for asking. Yeah, we're good. I mean, we're healthy. We're happy. I, you know, I cannot complain other than, you know, my business is booming right now. Unfortunately, fortunately, because of the pandemic, you know, all these businesses had to rush online and figure it out. Um, so, you know, things are, things are great. It's a little overwhelming just because, Again, I became a kindergarten teacher. Didn't know that was going to happen. I became right. a cook. You know, you know, kids like to eat like three times a day <laughs> it's a, and snack. My and grocery like bill has you. gone up now. I, I, I've got four children, 11 through two and a half, an unruly dog named Hooper. And, but my grocery bill infinitely went up. And I don't think it's just the cost of food. Like they just eat. Not, they, just they eat, eat dinner snack. and then like half hour, they're like eating a snack. Yeah. Like they want snacks and, you know, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Like, what is that? Yeah, dude. The, my grocery bill is insane. And, and I, am, you know, I admire you because through COVID I, I and, and, and even pre COVID, I follow you through a relationship that we established, you know, back last year, trying to get you to come speak and do you live in person. Yeah. And, and we're working on our, our version of our digital day for the second time. Um, you know, you, you got the home workout thing going in full effect during COVID. I'm trying, brother. I'm trying, man. I mean, she's a client of mine, so that's number one. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that's how I've done like my stress release. I've been an avid kickboxer. Um, I hate it. 
<laughs> I was like, when I'm doing it, I hate it, cursing up a storm. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, we got to do something. So, you know, when my kid is bouncing off the walls, I'm like, that's it. Turn off the computer. You got your kid, you have your kid doing it with you? Yeah, he's working out with me. And it's been awesome because that would have never happened. So that's like another positive thing over this is that we shut it down and then we work out. They're really quick workouts. And he looks at them as challenges. So he actually looks forward to it. So, you know, because there's days, you know this, like, you know, I'm a single mom. Like I said, I just did a 90 women minute webinar for jumping on here I have to work and so there's been days where I just hear him grab a bag of potato chips and is munching away and I'm like fine he's eating I don't care at <laughs> time you know there's a roof over his head it is what it you is hand, right, you brother? This. you're like here go play go watch true story true story like we're just in survival mode and then there's other times I'm like okay yeah we gotta work this out so uh you're so like yeah it. so he's working out with no me judge you know, yeah, don't judge. And, no, you can't judge anyone nowadays, man. Like we're just I, doing our I'll best. I'll tell you what, I had a client, um, you know, through COVID that there was a, the, they didn't have a remote work culture. Uh -huh. And I mentioned, I worked with GE healthcare for three years out of Barrington, where we only saw each other in person, maybe a couple of weeks out of the year. And that was a billion dollar healthcare IT business. Right. And so we implemented that remote work culture. But one of the things that I did was I went to a local uh, gym and a place and I, I contracted them to do a, a weekly workout on Facebook Live for our marketing team. Mm -hmm. So they would break up the workday because you know you work more. You're working eight to six. There's no stops. You feel that guilt to have to keep working if you're not That's an right. entrepreneur you know, that, that hasn't been doing it. And that mental break was huge for those, for those people. Yeah. Yeah, you certainly need it. Yeah, I mean, it's like I said, she's she's one of my clients and she I actually helped her launch her online membership last year. She was kicking and screaming. I'm like, girl, your kickbox classes are no joke. More people need to take them, right? right. So she did, we finally launched it last year. And then this, this year she's like, thank God, right? Because she, her studio has been closed. Her fitness right. studio has been closed for 60 days. And she's like, what am I gonna do? I'm like, what do you mean you're gonna do? You're gonna sell your online membership. <laughs> What right, else right. can you do? And so she did. And so on top of this, she got an addition, I don't even know, like 20 new members within COVID. Like people are still doing business. And, and let's jump into that in just one second, because yeah. I had a similar experience with early on in COVID and I was trying not to be insensitive. Yeah. To obviously, and in, in, in early on the, 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 the graveness of the pandemic looked, sure. you know, obviously what it was. And I said, this is how you kind of had to be looking to market your business all along, you know, online workout classes. I, my recommendation back was, you know, you should have been doing your workout class one day a week live on Facebook to build your audience. Because one thing that we also found out is we love to connect when real life in 3d in person Absolutely. and only go to the workout class online out of necessity or when we don't have time, which right. is necessity as well. Yeah. For sure. I mean, you know, we all, when, when it got real, right. When it got real for all of us, we're like, wow, this is no joke. And a lot of my clients, you know, were panicking, scared. And, and so once the scared subsided, I'm like, okay, go through it. We're all scared. Me too. Like all my speaking gigs canceled. What am I going to do? That's how I get gigs, right? That's how I get clients. And right. so once it, once it subsided, I'm like, you know what, you, this is how, and they were questioning themselves. I don't want to be opp opportunistic. Is it the right time to market myself? I feel uncomfortable. All the stuff that was going through our minds. And I was like, listen, you're here. I truly feel Dennis, that an entrepreneur 
in the heart of my heart started their business to help. I've just always felt that way. So I'm like, if you can lead with the help and so it won't come off like that. And so that's how she started. She's like, cause she was worried. She's like, oh my gosh, my, my clients have done so much progress with their fitness and they work so hard. And now I'm afraid they're, you know, going to turn into couch potatoes and that, you know, all this stuff. And so when she came out leading with the help, boom, she, she's, it was a whole different world. And she's like, wow, people really like to work out online. She didn't yeah. make the connection because she's so used to the one-to-one. Um, and so now she's doing live um, live events on Zoom and, you know, uploading them into her group where people can't, you know, can take them anytime. It's, you know, it's a whole different world. So, so that's so really that, cool stuff. So, so as you've been working with her, you launched online courses last year. You're big into email marketing. Talk to me about a few of the tactical things that you did in order to be able to help maybe build that audience or build that email list that she would have people to subscribe to some sort of online classes? Yeah. So for her, you know, everyone's different, right? It's, 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 there's no cookie cutter, not when you work with me. And so for her, unfortunately, she had, she had two fitness locations, two studios. Um, and God bless her. They were, she was kicking ass and taking names in both of them, but she had to close one because she was just burning the candle at both ends. She was just, she's like, I can't do it anymore. I don't have time with my husband, my son. And I'm like, I get it. So we decided to um, create her membership because she closed the studio down. She had to get that revenue back, right? So right. she already had a following and she already had an email list. And so it was the perfect time to launch this because I have been one of her students. So we were all orphaned. I'm like, girl, I still need <laughs> this kickbox class. So right. we did after she closed the studio, I'm like, this is what we're going to do. And so this is how my mind works. This is just my zone of genius is that I can literally just see the, the plan in my head. I'm like, this is what we're going to do. You're going to just send out an email, a feeler email and say, would you be interested in online classes? If yes, click here. And we started a wait list. Boom. That was easy. And she had, I don't know, a hundred people in this wait list from one email. Right. Um, so that was step one to see if there was a demand for it which I knew there would be because I'm one of her students. <laughs> so she's like, oh my God, people want it. I'm like, I know, listen to me. <laughs> right. So that's what kicked it off. And then really um, how we launched it, and this is what I do is like create these marketing plans to launch these new products and services is it's super simple, man, Dennis. Like I just keep things simple. Her audience is on Facebook. So that's it. We're just going to focus on Facebook. Yeah. Get LinkedIn, forget Instagram, just focus on Facebook. And um, she was going to announce her membership um, live on Facebook. That's it. And so we did a teaser campaign that she had this big news, this big announcement coming up. Come join me Friday at 7 p.m. with a cocktail, happy hour, you know, whatever the case may be. Um, and that's when she announced her membership. So we did a pre-sale to the people who were on the waiting list. So we already had members in there. And then this was like, the big announcement. So the goal was to get, I think it was 25 members within 30 days. She got 30 members within the first 48 hours. That's amazing. It was like, you know, simple. And so then when COVID hit, like I said, she just got an additional one, but because she was just trying to help, it really wasn't about, you know, making money or anything like that. She was just like, I have, I have this come here, you know, you can work out with me live here and I'll take care of you. So did, did that then also, did also that stem out beyond the um, brick and mortar four walls of the target market where they typically, sorry, I, I was trying to invite some other people to, to, to get on our, our oh, live. Okay. Um, no so, did, so did that also 
impact um, people outside of the, the, the target market, demo, or not target demographic, but market four walls. You got two brick and mortar locations. Did she end up seeing friends from Fresno in Orlando and like, oh, you now got online classes and all of a sudden that, that democratization of the web. Yeah, well. yeah, for sure. Like she had students that moved out of state that moved further that they, you know, they were like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I can work out with you again. Like it just opened up an entire world for her. So yes, yeah, so she's got new, new clients that are completely out of state. It's not just, you know, Roselle. It's very cult-like. I'm sure you have, your hair looks lovely. You have a hairdresser. I haven't seen her. <laughs> I have a hairdresser. It's me. I finally colored my hair, dude. I have been pointing. My wife, my, my wife was on that that mode too. But but, you know, hairdressers, women and hairdressers. I mean, a lot of bar, a lot of guys like their barber. They got their guy. But like females and hairdressers, man. Like we lived, we lived in New York City. Yeah. My wife's like, we got to go back to Youngstown this weekend. I'm like why like somebody getting married is their first communion hopefully nobody died it's like no i gotta get i got a hair appointment I'm like mm -hmm. that's a damn expensive hair appointment not to mention the bill but like the plane ride and the visit and i'm like there's like we're in new york city like they have amazing stylists here <laughs> yeah they're and like there's two right on our block honey what's the problem yeah. he's like no you no know, she's got a girl that's here in youngstown and there's a very loyal following and i feel like jim's it's and very true. Communities, not you know, nothing, nothing wrong with the Planet Fitness and the big gyms, but the the small gyms, the kickboxing gyms, the you know, I used to go to Iron Man Warehouse, and it was a spinoff of like CrossFit before CrossFit was CrossFit. Yeah. Where I'm very loyal to that guy. He still texts me today and is like, "Hey, do you want to go hiking with the kids?" Like, it it's a cult like establishment following in a good way. Yeah, for sure. She built it for sure. That she was stand out because she's she's a insane coach like she, uh, she'll kill you on her kickbox style you're going to die but yeah there was a camaraderie in her studio unlike anything i've ever felt like she had a kid's lounge like my my son who's five he grew up there i brought him i remember carrying him inside and she had a separate room someone watching them for you it's not like you just leave them alone um and we had our sons at the same time so they grew up in in the kids lounge so yeah she she very much very much felt like a family for sure so, so talk to me, you know, you, you obviously do, you know, it's funny, like you're a really good public speaker and I'm like a very like average uninvited public speaker. So <laughs> instead of, instead of trying to get invited to go speak and do the whole thing, I just started my own. You just, you just did it on your own. I love it. Yeah. Right. I was like, I'm not waiting around for this and I'm not going to continue to like audition to get in because <laughs> I hear no all the time. And I was like, screw it. I'm going to start my own conference. You and do? Start, that surprises me. And you started your own thing as well, right? And so, but where do you see right now, um, you know, what, what's the world telling you with, you know, business conference, marketing conference, things like that? Have you been getting much feedback as to what organizers are doing? I mean, you have your own event. Did it, when, when did your event take place? Um, well, I don't have my own events. I do um, a lot of events. I used to be an event planner. So I used to be, well, I used to be a marketing manager slash event planner because apparently corporate think marketing manager and events planner. Sure, you could do it all. So I know, I know so, let me, a lot so, about So for planner. clarity then, we got introduced through, through a good friend of ours, Deanna Hines. Deanna, what's up, girl? And you guys both spoke at the same event in Chicago. 
that's yeah. that's where I'm making that connection. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, okay. so I certainly helped uh, Virginia Weisskopf. She's the producer of She's a Digital Marketing. Mm -hmm. um, and so I was helping her with her marketing because she um, came to me and she's like, I have this idea. And I'm like, yeah, hell yeah. I'm like, I'll help you. You know, I'll help any women entrepreneur, men, men too, but more women entrepreneur <laughs> starting her event. And I'm like, I'll help you. So I did. So the first couple of years, I helped her with her marketing and get speakers and, you know, things like that. And um, so that's how I helped her with her event. But I was doing event planning in my corporate for ever. And, but I think like live streaming and these summits, I think that's an event as well. People just don't assimilate going live as an event where they should, you know what I mean? So, um, <clears throat> so yeah, so that's how I got to know Deanna and was gotten, you know, introduced to you. And so, and, and so back to the original thought process, where do you, where do you see right now, back half of 2020, are, are events dialing back up? I know inbound just went virtual. Are, are we looking at a kind of a pure virtual play you think for the rest of the year or, or have some people invited you to say, Hey, Vanessa, hang on tight. We haven't decided if it's going to be in person yet or not. Yeah, it's both. To be honest with you, like no one has a crystal ball on what the hell is going to happen. Right. Yeah. I mean, like, let's just call spades, spades. This is troubled times right now. Like what's going on the past 48 hours. It's just like, dang, sure. it, it's insane. So, um, I, me, myself, I mentally prepared myself for being virtual for the year 2020. Like okay. that was my game. I'm like, just focus on being virtual. If the events come back and God bless it, I hope they do because I miss everyone. <laughs> I miss the human connection. I, you know, I, I miss it. So, and I think everyone does, but I mentally was prepared for that. So I'm seeing both, like I'm being invited to virtual summits now in the fall. And then I have other people, they're like, hold up, Vanessa, just stand by. We don't know if it's going to be virtual or not. Um, so it's still uh, up in the air, but a lot of them, you know, unfortunately for the first Q1, Q2 conferences that I was scheduled to speak at um, had to cancel, but they maneuvered very, very quickly. Like they went yeah. very, very quickly and, and in so many different ways, they had so many different styles. Like I've actually been loving how people have turned their offline events into online experiences and their take and how they're doing it. I just, I've just found it fascinating. So, um, so, so like I said, I'm preparing for being online for the rest of the year. If we open up awesome, you know, I'm ready. Yep. I think I'm, we're I'm participating ready. in one to, uh, as a participant, um, growth marketing conference, Basil Ar Arzoff. He was yep. actually on our first show this year. And my first, um, my first interaction started today with like, this networking portal that they set up where you kind of have different people that you can network and set meetings with and kind of a virtual meeting planner, which I think is a really cool idea. And then starting, is it today or tomorrow? I should know that. But I was looking at the ones I want to attend and yeah. there's, you know, like there's different slots of streaming live presentations that are going to be going on. So I'm really evaluating platforms. Like last year we utilized zoom for our Do You Live Digital Day, okay. uh, which took place in August or September, a precursor to Do You Live. Um, give everybody a taste, look and feel. It's free. Build the email list. Right. And then maybe we'll get some conversion. If not, that's fine too, but into the into the event. And we're going to come back and we're going to do it the same. Um, just, just trying to figure out the timeline and want to stay away from some of the bigger events. But 
as of right now, I'm not making any decisions. Yeah. Um, I'm sitting tight because in, in Ohio, our governor comes on every day at 2 p.m. And, and, and one day we can do this and the next day we can't do that. And, and so I'm going to sit back. I feel like we have built up enough brand recognition over a four-year time span and an email list, which is where we're going next. Right. Um, your, you know, your, your sweet spot in email marketing. And we've built up both and then having conversations with our speakers that I feel like we'll even be able to do a small batch version of Duyo later in November, maybe early December. Um, and I'm working on some ways that it might be completely a free event, mm-hmm. um, limited to maybe a hundred people that are small business owners looking to get back on their feet because I'm always trying to figure out like, where do I fit into the, the pandemic conversation or, you know, the, the, you know, the all lives matter conversation and like, where do I fit in? And then my expertise, my ability is, is in communication and in marketing and advertising. So that's, you know, Youngstown's a revitalize, revitalization town. Yeah. And when I first moved back here, I was trying to figure out like, okay, do like, what do I do? What do I do? And it's like, well, dummy, you do marketing, like help people with their marketing. Right. <laughs> <laughs> But this is why we need consultants and coaches, right? We're so into our business. We can't see outside. I get it. So I want to make money at night. That's on your website. It says, I help you make money while you're sleeping. Mm -hmm. So I want to make money tonight when I go to bed. Help me make money with my email list. What are some of the things that you talk about without obviously not giving away the secret sauce, but you could go to Vanessa's website and we'll make sure we put that in the show notes. What do you talk about with email marketing? What, can, what, are, what are some things that you prescribe to when it comes to email as a strategy, lists, break, all, anything? Give me, yeah. give, me, give me some nuggets. Yeah. So for a while. Um, and see, I've this worked- is what I do, by the way. I invite very smart people on my marketing show, and then I get free <laughs> advice from them. <laughs> That's right. That's how you roll. I love it. Um, yeah. So for a very long time, I was known as the email chick. People like actually just said that. Was it like hashtag email chick or hashtag hashtag email chick? I just was no, because where I, I'm totally dating myself, Dennis. Thank you for this. But when I started in marketing, there was no social media. It was just email. That was it. So that's how I got started. So now obviously I talk about, you know, social media and visibility and Facebook and Instagram and all this stuff, but it's still tied into email marketing. So, um, so one of the things is, when email, it's not the sexiest topic to talk about, right? It's not, it's not sure. as exciting as like Instagram stories or live streaming or any of that, but it is an essential to any marketing plan. And I think it's the foundation of it simply because as you know, right, we don't own any of these Facebook, you know, we don't know any of these social media channels, right? They're not ours. We forget Everything's that. changing all the time. <laughs> Yeah, right? we don't you own it. That. You don't own your Facebook group or your Facebook page. And, you know, everything's changing. You can get, you know, kicked out of Facebook and locked into Facebook jail. And if your only way to communicate to your community or your group or your followers is through Facebook, you're screwed, right? So it's, it's could be a backup because the one thing you do own is your email list. So how do you, how do you make money while sleeping via email? So, you know, it's very easy. So here's the thing. You want someone to join your list, as we know this. You can't just have them join my list and to get my newsletter. Everyone and their mother has a newsletter. You got to give them some sort of value in exchange for their email address, right? A freebie, a guide, something that can help them with the problem that you can help them with, right? 
Then right. from there, we come into email automation, right? So you welcome them and then you nurture them through these automated emails, however that may be. I give this to my clients. I ain't giving it up for free, but there's a way to nurture right. them. <laughs> right. Hey, right? We're, we're all, we're all, I mean, we're all in it to help, but we obviously got to make a living too. Right? Uh, yeah. Right. I got a five-year-old I got to feed in with my right. grocery bill. Um, so, you know, and then normally speaking at the end of that funnel starts your sales process, whatever that may be, right? Book a call or, you know, um, introduce them into your entry-level consulting. That may be a membership that may be of low value. And so I do that with the webinar I just did is a prime example with um, Constance, the fitness trainer who launched her membership. She woke up the next day, literally after she went live, because she was, she hates going live. And right before she was launching her membership, she texted me. She's like, Vanessa, I hate you. I'm like, I hate you too, boo, good luck. And so she, I think she went to the bar or something. The next morning she woke up and she woke up to her email saying, you made a sale, you made a sale, you made a sale, you made a sale. She called me in tears going, oh my God, this worked. And I'm like, yes. So that's just one way you can make money via email um, online. You know, you gotta, you gotta sell something. And with the internet, it never closes, right? Someone from Australia can buy your product or service, right? And you wake up and you're like, in fact, my first client, Dennis, whoo, you're taking me back, was from Australia. She was a tarot card reader. She was a tarot <laughs> card reader and she wanted to know how to sell her cards online. Oh my God, I totally forgot about that. <laughs> Right. Uh, so, so yeah, that's just one way on how to make money, you know, you, you sleeping because the internet never sleeps. Right. For, for, from my perspective, when, you know, when I, when I launched the conference for seven years, five years, for five years, my business had been marketing services, right. IP, all, all my, all my wit, all my brains, everything yeah. that I've known, my, 20 years of experience, I'm going to bring it to you and help you. And there's so many infinite hours in the day to be able to obviously deliver on that. And so when yeah. the conference idea came to fruition, one of the most amazing moments for me was sitting on my couch, drinking a beer at seven o'clock on a Friday night, and I'm getting notifications of people buying $150 tickets. That's what I'm like, about, ding, right? ding, ding, ding ding and i was like oh this is this is amazing it's an amazing feeling it's amazing and you know look for 364 days a year we're grooming our audience with free content right i mean yes we have a sponsorship model and we've launched workshops in the meanwhile and you know but but you know at the end of the day like we're really not asking anything from anybody throughout the course of the year until it comes time to buy a ticket to the conference Right. And so we do try and bring as much value as we can. And it is really, it's like an unbelievable feeling when, you know, you got a widget and somebody wants to buy it. And, and, you know, we've switched email databases or not database platform twice now. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, it's always been portable. It's always, it always comes with us and it's not a huge database. It's mm -hmm. grown to like 85, 9,000, 8,500, 9,000 subscribers. It's okay. not this list of 500,000, but that 9,500 is super loyal. Right. You know, like it's. This is what I tell my clients all the time. You know, they think that, you know, being online and marketing yourself through social media and growing your email list, that you have to have this monster email list, that you have to have all these followers on Instagram, that you have to have this huge network on LinkedIn. That's not the case. That's just not the right. case at all. You just have to have the right following. Like 
I don't have a massive email list. I don't have a ginormous following and I'm my business is incredibly successful. It's just because I'm focused on my ideal client and talking to them. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yes, I know that. I know that feeling. Well, ding, you've made a sale. That's awesome. <laughs> All right. So here's what we're going to do. We're at the point now we're going to get into some rapid fire questions. Oh, ready? Yeah. Hit it. You an iPhone or Android user? Android. We're going to get you to come over to the dark side. Oh, you want me to come over to the dark side? I'm on a Mac, though. I just bought a, a MacBook Pro. Give me some love. It's how it starts. <laughs> in my house, it started us buying $1.99 iTunes. And now when I look down at my house, we've got, I mean, you name it, it it's across the board. <laughs> I'm, waiting on, I'm waiting on the Amazon person to show up with my new Apple iWatch today. I cannot wait. <laughs> All right. And that's an important, I asked that question for a lot of reasons. And one of the reasons I asked that too is for networking purposes. So anybody that's out there that you struggle and eventually we're going to be allowed to come out and go back to networking events and you got your introverted people. It's yeah. a very simple thing to go up to somebody to start a conversation and say, what do you think about that phone? I've been shopping, even if you're not like I'm shopping yeah. for a new phone. What do you think about that phone? And that opens up an incredible amount of dialogue with people and individuals. So anyway, social I media. That I, was, I posted I was looking for a PC or a Mac. I already made the decision and I'm totally outing myself to my audience. Hey guys, <laughs> I already made my decision, but I just <laughs> wanted to see the conversations. And actually I was just curious for my audience who was a PC user and who was a Mac and they're diehard, man. Like they were like going to battles. I'm like, okay, calm oh, down. You know, we could, you and I would get off on a lot of things. Like you, you know, you talk about buyer personas as well, yeah. right? So like, I do really feel like there's some buyer persona conversation around whether or not you are an, a PC or a Mac person. Um, there's just different, yeah. It's interesting because the people I thought were Mac weren't and the people who were PC users weren't, it like kind of blew my mind who was using what. I was very surprised. And then others, I was like, yeah, that's about right. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to make a joke, but I don't know if these are the right jokes to be making in the current state of climate. Of uh, okay, well, I'll <laughs> leave that up to you, brother. <laughs> yeah. Are we stereotyping on the deal? Uh, social media platform you cannot live without. Facebook. Why? It pays my mortgage. <laughs> <laughs> you want rapid fire? Yeah. I mean, I'm on, I, I'm on LinkedIn. I use LinkedIn for a different, I have strategies for all of them. Instagram, I love because the IG stories, it's a way to personalize okay. and professional at the same time. But Facebook, I just, uh, that's my jam, man. That's where my audience is. I know it like the back of my hand. I know the features. Um, and that's just where I, that's where I go to work every day. Is it not cool to say that you like Facebook? I don't really give a shit if it's cool or not. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I have some, some people in my Facebook group, uh, you know, the youngins, right. That they're like, Facebook is old for old people. And I'm like, you are absolutely right. Jessica, you are absolutely right. Facebook okay. and I'm old, but Facebook has been paying my mortgage for six years. And then she's like, how I'm like, become my client. And I'll tell you. <laughs> right, 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 right. Rap rock or country. Rock. I'm an eighties hair band chick man. I love it all except country, but yeah, I'm, as soon as you said rock, I went to like eighties hair band. <laughs> Last good business book you read. Oh my gosh. Launch. And that's been a while about three years ago. Launch was the last one. And that was when I was launching, I think my membership. Yeah. 
right, everybody knows that Youngstown, Ohio has the best pizza in the universe. However, yo, give, you know who give, you're talking to in Chicago, and right? We'll give a Chicago girl her her day in, her day in the sun. Just best pizza in Chicago. Oh man, there's so many. I'm gonna say Gino's East. I was gonna, you know what? I in my mind, my son asked me the other day, he's like, Dad, if you had one superpower, would it be to read people's mind <laughs> or be able to tell if they had COVID? And I was like, Well, those are two heavy questions wow. to ask me. Okay. I, was like, I feel like COVID's like got a short-term stay on it, and somebody else is gonna figure that out for yeah. us. I really would love to read people's minds. <laughs> so. Yeah, I don't want to know. <laughs> That's CMI for me. I was like, I'd be sitting there talking to people and be like, boy, what a jerk. And I'd be like, why am I such a jerk? So anyway, I was thinking Gino's East. I was thinking you were going Gino's East. Yeah, I, it's so funny. When you asked me, I ran through the list. So there's like Luma Nani's, Gino's East. And then there's one off of Michigan Avenue, which is like a completely nightmare right now, unfortunately. And I always forget the name of it because it's a local, it's not something famous that everyone knows about. Um, and they have sick, sick pizza. I'm gonna post it, um, what it is, because they deserve a shout out. Um, now I'm gonna post all your contact information, obviously, and follow this so that people can come to your website, subscribe to your email list, and get down with some help on their email marketing strategy. We'll put it into the email and our social and all that good stuff for you. Repackaging the whole ordeal. Last but not least, one piece of business advice you, you've either been given or you give on a regular basis. Oh, again, I'm running through my list. I'd say the, the best piece of advice I've been given and then I give and I learned and it's something I wish I would have learned. I've been in business and entrepreneur for myself for eight years. And this is something I wish I would have known back then, right? And it's um, to ask for help. Absolutely to ask for help when you need it. I, you know, as you know, my audience is women entrepreneurs. I have some male. It's just, that's who I attract because my story and how I got started. But as women, we're like super heroes, man. We think we can do it all, right? Run the house, laundry, this, I don't need it. I got it, blah, blah, this and that. It's, we're, we're driving ourselves crazy. And especially when it comes to business. So for a long time, Dennis, this is a true story. I couldn't figure out how to market myself. And I'm like, what the hell is wrong with you? You do this for a living. You can do this for anybody else. Like on the spot, like, you know, in an elevator, someone was telling me their marketing problems. And again, in my head, I had already mapped out their, their plan. I'm like, oh my God, they, all they have to do is this, this, and this, and this, and boom, right? And so I finally hired um, a coach. And uh, when I told her, I'm like, I think I'm going crazy because I just can't market myself, but I do this for a living. And she's like, Vanessa, every person has this problem. And I'm like, what? And she goes, you are so in your head about your business. You can't see outside of it. So yes, of course you need help because marketing the company I used to work for is one thing. Marketing yourself, that's a whole different mind F. And I struggled with it for a long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Had I asked for help in the beginning, I would be so much more farther along than I am right now. I mean, I'm fine, but that's my biggest piece of advice is ask whatever you're struggling for help ask for the help if you're struggling with marketing if you're struggling with account whatever you're struggling with in your business find an expert a, a viable expert who knows what they're doing they get clients results and invest in yourself and ask for the help you will get much farther faster than trying to figure it out on your own that's good stuff vanessa i appreciate you making the time to come on today 
Yeah, thanks so much for having me. I'm so Great. glad we finally connected. It's been too long. Yeah, absolutely. And we're gonna look. We're gonna look at um, information for our digital day. We're gonna figure that out. And um, who knows? Who knows what's gonna the fall is gonna bring? But I'm very. I'm the eternal optimistic. So um, I'm hoping that you know we'll figure out what going what goes on with the in person event as well. You be safe. Thanks you for too. all that you do. Thank you very much. Thanks, Dennis. Talk all right, take soon. care. Bye bye. Bye.